This is Perspective as a Motherfucker. Sit back, strap in, and relax. Cue transition. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. Back again for another week. Hope everyone's having a great day. My week has been very busy. Uh, it's ripping and running across the city of Jacksonville, Florida. Um, whether I'm in St. Augustine, whether I'm at the beaches, Orange Park, and every little else in between. So, but life is good. I really got no complaints. Uh, I'm very busy, but I'm very happy. I'm at a spot to where, and I may have said this before, that I know who I am as a person, and now I'm just trying to figure out what I want. As you can see, we're in a different place. Um, this is the first official video podcast episode of Perspective as a Motherfucker. So if you've been watching, listening for a long time, uh, in the beginning, we, uh, me and my former co-host put out a couple episodes. They were a bit choppy, to say the least, very rough around the edges, basically just, you know, us in the frame, uh, making a video on uh, Facebook Live or IG Live, and then basically downloading and putting it up. So there's a little bit more professional because, like I said, in the beginning of this year, I'm not playing any games. I'm really trying to do this shit really well. At least 45 episodes a year. So, but as you can see, it's just me. So it's another solo dolo episode. So um, I got a couple topics that I want to go into. I think I spoke uh, a couple episodes ago about uh, the whole Ukraine and Russia situation. And um, my predictions are... Either one or two things is going to happen, honestly. It's either Russia is going to really just not play around and really just come in there and decimate them. And, you know, the chips are going to fall away they, where they may. And America and every other country is going to, you know, get involved. And, you know, a lot of you men, including myself, when we turned 18, there was a selective service thing. And fortunately, that may come up. You never know. I'm being aware, but I'm also understanding that these are things completely out of my control. If these things happen, then you have to adjust accordingly. It's all you can do. Okay? Or, best case scenario, the foreign prime ministers and the presidents, they have these nice peace talks so well. I know you just want our resources. You can have some of our resources, but you can't just have our country. We've been a country for over a decade. Like, this is not going to be a Chechnya type of situation. I'm pretty hopeful because with everything that's going on, as far as rising gas prices and all the distractions that we see in the media, not only here, but across the globe, there's a lot of stuff to think about, but you still have to just, you have to live your life. There's no other way that you can I can't be panicked about, is the world going to explode? It's just life. It's just what's going to happen, unfortunately. Now, the funny thing about this whole uh, Ukraine-Russia situation is that um, apparently, uh, of course, with the media, especially social media to be exact, um, there was a flyer that came out that said Jake Paul was trying to, to challenge Vladimir Putin to a fight, which is honestly the most hilarious thing, because I feel like people forget that 
certain leaders are not just being career politicians like over in the States. Vladimir Putin is ex-KGB. And when I say ex-KGB, um, a European boogeyman, if you will. Like any other CIA, Mossad, or any of those other ones that I don't know of or, you know, the things like that. So think about this. He's the president of a country that he was a soldier of. Put that in perspective. People had this thing about uh, when Trump was in office that he like he kept Putin in check. I, I don't think you guys know who Vladimir Putin is. There's a reason why he's been in power so long. There's a reason why a lot of the oligarchs either agree with what he says or they get their resources taken or they disappear. If we're, if we're just being honest. I would say anybody around his age that's regular, he's... It's not even a contest. You just don't lose that type of training. It's like riding a bike. <laughs> but that and many other things are distractions. We could have the a house burning down a couple doors down. But all you got to do is have an idiot or a few idiots come out and not only say that's not true, but to do something so stupid that takes our attention away. You see one thing, they show you another. And this is unfortunately just uh, where we are with the world, where as long as I distract you and keep you entertained, I can essentially do whatever I want. And there's only going to be so many times to where... You know, people can get disappeared or you can squeeze a group of people until people revolt. And unfortunately, in this country right now, in the U.S., uh, we have gas prices that are rising to um, astronomical levels. Uh, almost reminiscent of about 10 years ago. I'm originally from New Jersey. So the gas prices hit $4. And I thought that would never, ever happen. I remember gas prices as low as 150, 149, 139 a gallon. I'm going to put this into perspective. So not only do I do this, but I also run a credit repair company. I'm a life insurance agent. Um, I do drizzly. You know, you got to do what you got to do and deliver alcohol. So I was in St. Augustine yesterday. I seen gas prices from 414 to 415 to 434, to 439, to 443. I filled up for the first time. Probably in about a week and a half. Just because of $20 wasn't cutting it. $20 wasn't even hitting a half a tank. It was barely hitting a quarter. So I bit the bullet. I found four, 415 a gallon. If you guys are on TikTok, there's a meme where anything starts to go up. So... Starts going up to 30. Okay. Starts to go up to 40. Okay. Goes up to 50. Goes up to 60. Goes up to 70. If you know, you know. That's enough slices. <laughs> it was the first time I filled up. I'm just, you know, I put $30 in my tank just yesterday. 
I put another 70 in there. So I put $100 a day in my tank. And now I'm, I'm where I need to be because it's like, I'm sorry. People want to complain about gas prices, and that's fine. Complain about them. But I'm going to tell you, I live in Florida and I live in Jacksonville, which things are not close. So I'm not going to stop driving. So I'm just going to pay. It's the only thing I can do. Is it sickening? Yes. Do I feel bad for those bastards up in California right now paying six, seven dollars a gallon? You, you hippie, yuppie, stupid fucks, you? Yes. I feel bad for you, but it is what it is. Look, it can't be helped. My biggest thing is, of course, with this podcast and all the different content that I put out, is to figure out why people think the way they think. This is basically the, the point of perspective as a motherfucker. Because everybody has an opinion. I might not like your opinion, but I want to know why you think the way you think. Straight up. When I say something, I stand on what I say. Unless I get more information that makes me want to adjust what I said, then that's fine. But I say what I say. So you got that. Of course, you have the you know whole uh, black men, black women, little gender war, calling people weakest links and bullet bags and all types of dumb shit. Uh, and then you have women to where, why won't I? Why won't guys take me out on dates anymore? And ladies, and I'm not sure how many you know watch this podcast or listen to or things like that. I want for me as far as dating. I'm I'm dating. I've been dating for the past month and a half. I'm in probably the best spot I can think of for dating because I know who I am and now I'm going after what I want and I'm just being honest. No guy, a lot of guys, when they say they want something casual or just like, if you just want to have sex, just say that, right? Think about this from a logical standpoint, right? And a lot of times I'm starting to realize, which is, it's, it's annoying. People don't like the messenger and they don't like the message. So a guy just saying, hey, you look good. I just want to fuck. How does that sound to you? It sounds very cheap, right? It doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good coming off the tongue. So what I say is pretty simple. Like, hey, I'm not looking for anything serious. I'm looking for good conversation and a good time. Which is the same thing I just said previously. Because what I'm looking for is good conversation and good sex. I'm just, I'm just being honest. I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm... Again, there's a lot of things that women don't understand about guys. It's not that guys don't want relationships. It's guys want to get to a point. And when we get to these two points, sometimes it takes us a long time. So we want to know when we get to these two points that what can we get out here when we are at our highest? And those two points are very simple. Confidence and financial stability. There's a lot of girls especially on TikTok, that are under the age of 25 and 24 and 22 and 21 and 19 and 18 say, hey, I don't know why any guys want to, like, want to date me and be in a relationship. You're 18 years old. You're 19 years old. You're 21 years old. Think about this from a logical standpoint. How many 18, 19, 21, 22, 25-year-old men you know that have, have anything? Most men don't have shit at that age. We don't have nothing. If he comes from money, that might be a little step up. But if he's doesn't, he comes from humble bandits, he don't have shit. Whether you guys like it or not, even if going out very minimally, you guys are expensive. Now, 
to the to the young girls. When you talk about this 18, 19, 20, 22, 23 year olds, right? Especially the 18 year olds. You've been dating for since you were 16. I wouldn't even call that serious. Some of you have been on Tinder for a year. Maybe two. The fuck would I want to be in a relationship with you? For what? Not that you don't have any value, but like why? And then the, then the girls are like, well, why won't these guys take me out? Again, think about this from a logical standpoint. Does it have nothing to do with you? If before you, I met up with five to ten girls that came over my house and we had sex. It wasn't a f- come over, fuck you and leave type of situation. It was hang out, we had a good time, and then things flourished and we had sex. What from a logical standpoint is going to make me want to put in any effort? What about you specifically is going to want me put any effort? It doesn't have anything to do with you. And now also, what, those those other five to ten girls, like, they're, you know, they're easy or whatever the case may be. I was like, no. We both communicated what we wanted. We had a good time. And we went on about, you know, our day. There's nothing wrong with that. And when guys get to those two points, like I said earlier, with confidence and financial stability, they want to go and see at my peak or at the start of my peak, what can I actually go out there? I'm not scraping at the bottom of the barrel for a girl that, again, I don't even know if I like. I just want to have sex with. And at the end of the day, a lot of the times, both men and women, we don't know if we really like you or not. We like the idea of who you are. There's a lot of guys that see girls all the time and say, hey, she looks good. I like, I'd have sex with her. We don't know what you sound like. We don't know what's in your mind. We have no idea if you're a good person. There's a lot of pretty girls out there that are poison. The same thing, there's a lot of good looking guys out there that are fucking poison. You have a lot of girls that say, hey, well, I tried the medium ugly guy out and he did me worse than any any of the other guys. So I'm going to stick to what I know. Now that's fucked up because he probably didn't heal. And it wasn't even about you. He said, the fact that I even got this girl now, I'm going to do her dirtier than any of the... Because all the other girls said. And I heard people hurt people, which is not cool. It's not good. But you guys are acting like things just happen for the sake of happening. When girls say, well, I want to be taken out on dates. I want to be, you know, doing this. There's another reason for that, too. Guys don't mind taking girls out, but... Again, it's not a, if you're just broke, just say that. If I pay all my own bills and I have $500 to $1,000 left over, what sense does it make me allocating $500 to dating? I've been out here in these dating streets, literally going to events, things like that. I've gotten very creative. I've spent maybe over the past month, maybe $100, maybe $200. And it wasn't all in one go. It was like $20 here, $40 here, $60 here. Because me spending money on a girl does not show effort. It never has. There's no difference between the guy that spends $500 on you on dinner and the guy that spends $100 on you at dinner. They both want to have sex with you. 
The guy with $500 just has more money. And think about this, ladies. All the guys that have wine and dine you or done all these nice things, where are they at? Are they still with you? Because they got what they wanted. And unfortunately, guys have two options. If I like you after I get what I want, then I'm like, okay, cool. Let me go and see what this is hitting for. If I don't, I'm going to go on about my merry way. And there's really nothing you could do. You, unfortunately, it's not your fault, but you're in a space to where you guys have to really make sure the guy that I be with likes me for me and not just wants to fuck me. And that's a hard fucking thing to do. I mean, you can put all parameters in place as far as like, I'm going to go and wait 90 days or something like that. There's a lot of guys that are going to disqualify. They're going to disqualify them. I'm like, no guy nowadays is going to wait 90 days to have sex with you. For what? When I have girls that I can meet up with two, three, four, five times and get it. It's not like you are valuable, but your vagina is not. It's abundant. It just is. So, but I say all that to say this. Like right now, I'm 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 probably the most honest I've been about dating in a very long time because I've realized, like I said earlier, there's a lot of guys that like the idea of what a girl is and not who the girl is at all. You have people, both men and women, that get mad when people flake on you. How the fuck can I get mad by somebody I've never met in person? I don't even know you. You just look good and I want to fuck you. That's that's why I got your number. Like, I'll give you an example. I had a girl, I go to the dog park frequently. So, um, like when I say I'm out here in these dating streets, I'm, I'm out here. So I'm on Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, you know, a little bit of social media here and there. I throw some DMs there, you know, for good measure. And also in person. Like, I'm sh- when I say I'm shooting my shot all 2022, I'm out, I- I'm out here in this bitch like fucking Steph Curry. Now, my shot... Might not be as wet as Steph Curry. It might not go in all the time. But if I keep shooting, the bitch is going to go in. So I had a girl that I'm at the dog park was trying to go meet up, meet up, meet up, meet up, whatever. And she said, hey, I'm not in the right mental space. So I was like, no, nah, that's okay. I don't know you. I expressed that I'm interested in you. That again, that because we were just never meeting up. So I'm like, hey, well, like. Are you interested or not? Because if you're not, I'm just going to stop hitting you up. She's like, no. And, and then it got to the point. And then she's like, hey, I'm just not right. I'm just not in the, in the right mental space. Okay, that's fine. Enjoy the rest of your, the rest of your day. I mean, you're cool people. That's this. She was, you know, she was a pretty girl. She was tatted. Like, I wanted that. But, you know, it, it wasn't in the cards. Plus, it's like, I wanted the idea of who she was. I've had a handful of conversations with her. I don't know who she is. I had... A couple of couple of girls that you know flaked on me and, and you know and things like that. Some straight up ghosted me. And again, if someone's going to ghost you, they're not your person. It doesn't it doesn't matter why they did what they did. This is what people need to stop. Like, there's a whole bunch of expectations. How are you putting expectations on people you don't even know? They just look good. They look aesthetically pleasing. You having that idea, well, if we get together, shit, we're going to look like a great-ass couple. Does that person treat you right? Do you even like them as a person? Do you even know anything else about them than other than what you saw about them on social media? Because if you guys aren't aware, too, like, 
social media is just you're curating what people want to see. Lifestyle and everything else in between. So I show you what I want to show you on social media. That's not who I am. You know how many people that get on social media and are happy, happy, happy and are probably the most fucking depressed ones? And you got motherfuckers that are on here that because they know confrontation sells, they're confrontational, they're assholes, and when they go ahead, it's like, shit, like, I really don't even like be doing this shit, but this shit make me money. And the shit that I was doing before, nobody was checking for it, so shit, I'm gonna keep doing what works. As humans, especially as guys, especially girls will um, say, well, why are guys just kind of keep hitting me up or asking me to, you know, come over to my house and don't even know me because it's worked. We do what works. Like, again, I'm just thinking about this from a logical standpoint. If I talk to 10 girls and out of those five, five come over my house. Am I going to think, oh, those five girls didn't come over. So the five girls that did, you know, I shouldn't stop, you know, I should stop doing what I'm doing. Just, no, that shit's working. I got a 50% closing ratio. The fuck? Until it doesn't work, we'll adjust our approach accordingly. We adjust our approach accordingly. So a dating, I'm just, I'm honest. Like, eventually, do I want a forever partner to do this life shit with? Yeah. But right now, I'm looking to have fun. I'm not looking like, I am looking to hook up, but like, I have a different definition of what hookup is hookup is or what hookup culture is to me hookup culture to me is having a good time and having good sex i'm not looking for any girl to be a glorified fleshlight for me i'm sorry i i could take care of my i could take care of myself with nobody in the fucking room if that's what i wanted shit if i'm putting it down i'm looking for you to throw that shit back at me make some fucking noise like shit and I feel like, unfortunately, porn is kind of um, messed with a lot of pe- less with a lot of younger people's brains because they really think that shit is real life and it's really fucking not. And then you're wondering, oh, I'm I'm doing all these fucking extravagant moves, and it's like, no, that shit's performance. That shit is a fantasy. And for me, honestly, I just you know with what I've been doing, I I don't have the need to watch porn anymore, and. Like, porn for me was, it was a dopamine hit, if I'm being honest, that if I was sad, porn. If I got, if I had a really fucking bad day, porn. If I couldn't even fucking sleep, porn. And as a guy, you realize that, let's gonna say you haven't had sex for a while, and then you're watching a lot of porn, and it just doesn't hit the same. It doesn't hit the same. You start looking into other things outside your peer review to be, okay, you need to get that dopamine hit. You have to keep itching that scratch. And again, it's it augments your reality. To where all you're looking at is as a girl to say, okay, cool. I just need to say what I need to say just to hit this dopamine hit. I don't feel like that anymore. Like for me, like, after I have sex with a girl, I'm like, okay, that was nice. Like, chop the fuck up, butt ass naked. It's nice. Like, I'm not looking to, you know, go to a girl's house, thrust a couple times and say, hey, that's nice. Let's go and do this again. That's that's what 
that's what the uh, I feel like the problem is. You know, with today, you have people that will literally put their mouth on genitals, but will not kiss people in the mouth. Make that make sense. And I'm 30 years old. That ain't my generation. This is this is you young. This is you young people out here watching Euphoria and all types of other shit like that's real life. That shit ain't real. Some people that's just real life. But again, if you guys aren't both having a good time while having sex, what is the fucking point? But we're about to go and get out of here, guys. My name is Aaron. But with that being said, we are out of here. Later, guys. Peace.